Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. to speak quietly to Derek? Do I have to be careful? He has a sleeping baby in his vehicle? I don't want to awaken the baby. No, they always say wake a sleeping baby. Who says that? That's what somebody said. Uh, We'll get more parenting tips with Tausch later on. Instead, you know what that music means means Derek Blakesley, our Badgers outsider from PDS. PDS IT is sprinting out of the tunnel at Camp Randall Just or hand. driving his minivan around with his sleeping baby. Derek, good morning. How are you? I got sleeping babies. I got the kids picked up from school. The COVID-19 realities. And I was going to open up with Jesse with the old, who do you think you are? I am. A little Pete Weber. Bowling action fame, the YouTube video. The gr- greatest I- bowling highlight of all time, Pete Weber. Who Derek, do you think you are? I'm trying to remember. And he was scolding 13-year-old children in the front row after he won some tournament. <laughs> I'm trying to recall. I think I've bowled with Derek down at the Reedsburg Bowling Lanes after one of Roloff's ice fishing trips, and I I believe you're a pretty good bowler, if my memory serves. I have bowled to some acclaim at the Viking Village Lanes over time. Uh, of course, I'm from Reedsburg. We'll talk about that today. The runners-up in the state girls' basketball tournament, some of the finest girls' basketball I've seen play in a long time, by the way. Um, but that was it's much more entertaining to watch than, than the Badgers these days, it feels like. But, yeah, we've we've competed on many. I don't know if folks know that, but I have defeated Tausch in just about every sport, from badminton to bowling. And I've challenged him. There have been times when I've had a couple cocktails where I've challenged him to some one-on-one drills. But with the shape of his shoulder and his knee, he won't do any of that. Uh, I would crush you in that, and I've never lost you in anything, so I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Well, in you that lied regard- to me once at the Sun Prairie Golf Course. About yeah, I the did. That the was team. the junior yeah. sayout day, and that was that was a tough day for a lot of us. But it will it will it will last an infinity. God God rest his soul. All right. Anyhow, so hi everybody. Yeah. Good good morning, Derek. It, would you be willing to go up with Jesse to where is this bowling tournament at, Jesse? Uh, Ashwabanon this weekend. So are you willing to go up to Ashwabanon and be Jesse's color guy? For calling the and I don't you're not going to get paid anything uh, the bowling championship. Would you be willing to do that with Jesse? He hasn't even invited me to his wedding. I don't know if that's a commitment I'd be willing to make. I mean, I don't know if if, if I felt like I could eventually reach like big earn status, you know, like uh, where I would have like groupies or I could make that into something. I, I could, but I don't know. What are we calling? What is the level of bowling? Uh, this is the Wisconsin High School Bowling State Championships this weekend. Oh, that's some big time stuff. I would yeah. probably, I would do it. That that sounds like it's got some, some fame and fortune involved. 
Oh, believe me, it does. Just ask Jeff Passan. All right, so Derek, Jesse came on this morning, guns blazing. Uh, He's mad at J.J. Watt. He thinks J.J. should have said, you know what, you've made all this money. Uh, You don't need to make another 5 or $6 million more. You should have went to come home and win a championship in Green Bay. Where do you come down? Are you on Team Jesse here, or do you think, now go get your money? I think J.J. gave up a big opportunity. Uh, oh. I, I think he did. I think there was there was an opportunity to be heroic, to be legendary, to be – and I think it has a lot to do with the illusions that one can make to Reggie White and what he did for not just the city of Green Bay, the state, but the, the franchise. And I think people see a lot – of parallels there with late later in the career. Um, but if you just got in the right situation and especially if he would, you know, I think Jason's talked about that beyond the uh, pitch count a little bit, he could have gotten himself into the lore, the lore of Packers history into a realm that only Brett Favre, Bart Starr and a couple others occupy. Um, but he is, I think there, there's some reality there. JJ is, aged he's had he's had such a bad back that he's been you know laid up for many off seasons he's missed a lot of games i think he knows that and it really reminds me of the time when you got your last contract couch i think you were playing golf uh when you got that offer and you're like hey you got to the end of the career and you get something like that if you can get guaranteed money at that 23 million um i think he knows better than we do what he's got left and what that kind of money means because we always hear the statistics that the high percentage of guys that are making all this money in the NFL, especially the NFL, a few years after, when you've paid your lawyer, you've paid your accountant, and you've paid your taxes, and now you've bought some toys that have expenses to go along with it, it doesn't last. So money still matters, and that's why cash is king, especially in the NFL, and especially guaranteed money. So, so I, you, I can't so blame you him understand that he did it, but JJ's, he gave up an opportunity. Uh, you understand it was money. It's It was all about cash, and I think Jesse's point was, And you seem to be agreeing with him. J.J. should have taken less, even though Green Bay never offered him a – I don't think they even offered him any money. Well, we don't don't know that. Nobody – I mean, maybe that will come out, and with some fine reporting by beat writer, Jason Wildey will find out. I don't know. But I think there's this thing that fans think about, about the the Hall of Fame and how you want to go in or how you want to be viewed – in your legacy, and, and we talk about this with college kids too, guys. The Diamond Stones and the, the Tyler Heroes about, well, you know, you could be doing car commercials in New Lisbon for the next 30 years if you come play at Wisconsin. I mean, you're giving up, and that's how we sort of feel, like he could really be loved and beloved, and he's thinking, I want $31 million. So yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Is it New Lisbon so, or New London? Is there a New Lisbon in Wisconsin? There's New London up the byway of Green Bay, and then yep. there's New Lisbon that's just north of the Division Two runner-up girls basketball team, Reedsburg Beers. Oh, so New Lisbon's right up the street from Reedsburg. Yes. Huh. Right by Moston. <laughs> it's right by Moston. <laughs> uh, not Mostyn, anywhere near New great, Berlin. Great little league baseball facility down there in Moston. No, New Berlin, uh, unfortunately, the home of New Berlin Eisenhower, who lost in the semifinals to the Reesburg Beavers girls basketball team. It all comes back to the Beavers. Uh, I am a little... (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. I'm a little confused 
as to why in J.J. Watt's case we have violated one of the core tenets of our show. We always say we don't spend other people's money or tell people how to spend their money, but it's okay to tell people how much money they should want or accept. Is that is that where we're at on this now? Oh, Jason, that's not fair. I think there's a I think people feel a pretty emotional connection to the Watt family. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a strong desire to want to root for him in Lambeau. And people think about whether you're in Lambeau or at home, just the idea of this story. Because pro sports, in a lot of ways, has to be about the storylines. And what that would mean to see him out there in a, in a divisional game or the NFC championship game and to get a sack in the fourth quarter to, to bring us back to a Super Bowl. And I, I think people, um, you know, let's face it, the last real taste we have in our mouth was he got his butt kicked by Andy Dalton and TCU in the Rose Bowl. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's because we, we want to root for him hardcore. We want it to work because we want the story. People want the story, and that leads you to tell you a little bit about what money to accept because people feel like he's already got enough. But Tausch tells me all the time, even the guys with all the – because of what I just said, you've got a lot of people to pay and you've got a lot of expenses. And like Latrell Sprewell says, you've got kids to feed. Yes, so it's all about did, the money. Indeed. So, so will you now root against J.J. Watt in Arizona, or will you still root for him? Oh, I'm rooting against him. I mean, he's, he's hurt my feelings. I think he's hurt Jesse's feelings. I think that's fair to say. Well, mm-hmm. our feelings are hurt. Straufi, are your feelings hurt? You, you can only nod. So Straufi doesn't care. I, I am convinced that it comes back to fans want players to do something that they would never do themselves. Like, Derek, you would never. I know you love PDS, but if a competitor came and was going to offer you double your salary... I'm guessing you're going to talk that over with Lena, and it's going to probably be, uh, thanks, PDS, but it's time. I mean, I just think that's the way people look at it. But then when it comes to your emotions because you want your team to win, you're going to say, you should do this because it will make my life better, even though and you're not thinking about their life because uh, they've made all I this I don't money. know. Okay, Mark Gerald, what is, what is enough money? What's enough? Is it $20 million, $30 million? He's already got millions of dollars. He's got yeah. generational money. And here's an opportunity. What, what, you're asking me, would I take if Microsoft called and said, Derek, Ballmer, Ballmer's not feeling well, and he needs to find somebody, and he's heard about your work in the Midwest, and it's your time. So you're trying to come to Seattle, Washington, take Microsoft to the next level and be like the next Bill Gates and be, and be <laughs> anthrop- anthropologist, or I don't know, whatever Bill Gates does with clean water in Africa. <laughs> And be forever. I'm taking that, even if they give me less money. Um, you'd go there I'm for going. less money. You could leave the town. You love that town of Oregon. You're not leaving Oregon. Come on. First of all, it's Oregon. We don't want to upset Jason. And secondly, I still my ancestral home is Reedsburg, Wisconsin, home of the Division Two runner-up girls basketball. All right, what happened? What, how did we get beat? Because I am I'm kind of by proxy a Reedsburg guy, not not to the same extent you are. But what happened to our our Lady Beavers? I was just I was just so impressed watching them play. 
and it was so obvious it was the culmination of years and years of sacrifice and hard work. Not dissimilar to my experience in Reedsburg, although my life eventually tailed off a little more like the Olympic Village lifestyle that Jesse was talking about. I wasn't willing to make certain sacrifices, but it came together for these girls. They all knew their role. They played hard. And they would they would gas the other team. That's what they did. They would play so fast and execute at such a level that you could stick with them for a while, and then you, they would break your soul. And that's what was great to watch about this team. Well coached. Coach Simon had them well coached. They were fun to watch. They were going to win. And the WIAA takes an unprecedented step and says, well, you've got to just uh, – put another pair of socks on and come out and play another game four hours later. And eventually we ran out of gas and gotten one player that was crucial, got into foul trouble. But man, I was proud of those girls. You can see that what the, the, the thing I wanted to say on the show today, you can see how sports and what these kids have been through with COVID, how resilient they are and how the, what they learned and the, their ability to execute will help them later on in life with jobs and whatever they do. And those girls are going to be excellent because they've been part of the experience to play at that level. Man, I was just really impressed. I can't wait for I can't wait for Derek as the new CEO of Microsoft hiring a bunch of these young lady beavers to come out to Seattle with him. I would like to bring I would like to bring a Microsoft office after I'm named CEO into the Sauk County, Juneau County, Columbia Two County area and boost the economy, economic development. Now that's an idea we can all get our head wrapped around. Uh, Derek, you, there's a lot, but what is that river that is some, uh, it's where all the real fancy folks out there, that river out in Baraboo, where is the that Baraboo spot? River, I got, Tausch is referring to, I've got a little tract of land out there along the Baraboo River where I'm, that's where the headquarters maybe one day will make be. my ancestral home. That's, that's where the new Microsoft headquarters are coming. <laughs> I don't know if we can get planning and zoning to approve it, but we're going to, we're going to do what we can. He's proud of his town, and he is Derek Blakesley, our Badgers outsider. Thanks, Derek. Been a real pleasure, guys. We'll see you soon. <laughs> he is uh, one of a kind. There is no two ways about it. Our good friend Derek Blakesley, who, by the way, no screaming children in the background. Everyone made it through the entire He's got appearance. that dulcet tone. He's got that dulcet tone just down. He does. He puts me right to sleep as well, especially when he talks about Reedsburg girls basketball.